Hey, and welcome to The Long Ride with Wild Ponies. We are Doug and Talisha from the band Wild Ponies. And we are your hosts. This is our new podcast. You're listening to episode one right now. We're very excited about it. It's brand new. It's a baby. It's a baby. It's just a little bitty baby. We're really excited because we've got some fantastic content to bring to you guys. And uh, we also are super excited about our sponsors. We have a great sponsor, uh, Lurstrom 1917 and the Russell Nashville Hotel. We'll talk about those both more in a little while. And if you like what you're listening as you're you're listening to the podcast and you think, man, I really dig this. I would like to dig in a little bit deeper. uh, You can go to patreon.com slash wildponies and sign up there. We've got all kinds of extra content we'll tell you about at the end of this podcast as well. Yeah, so exciting. And our first episode features one of our favorite artists. We love him so much. So much. He's become a friend. He has participated on records with us. Um, we've been fans of his for a long oh, time. Oh, a long time. Yeah, that's true. And we, we are just thrilled and honored to kick off the long ride with Wild Ponies at the Bowery Vault in East Nashville, Tennessee with none other than Will Kimbrough. We're super excited about it, so we're going to drop you right into the action right there and listen to some songs and some interviews with Will from the stage at the Bowery Vault in East Nashville. And just keep in mind, as you're listening to this section of the podcast, everything you hear from the Bowery Vault is all recorded through one single Ear Trumpet Labs microphone. It's pretty great. It's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Without any further preamble, let's just... uh, Drop in. Here's Will Kimbrough, live from the Bowery Vault. Thank you very much. Yeah. Broken fences shall I mend. Flows and splinters left to fin Oh, forgiveness be my friend Shall I mend till the gate swings right again?
broken fences shall I mend Nail and hammer in my hand Blows and splinters left to Forgiveness be my friend Make me poor with tears my feet Make me rich if rich means free Broken fences shall I mend Till the gate swings right again Oh, till the gate swings right <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be with y'all. I think I'm going to do one, uh, another Willie Sugarcaps song from the most recent record we made. We made a record called Paradise right here. And uh, I'll do one called The Highway Breaks My Heart. I don't know if you guys know Grayson Caps or not. But, you know, he's, he's kind of like the Marlboro Man crossed with a member of Leonard Skinner crossed with <laughs> Towns Van Zandt. So it's a good mix. And, um, and uh, but he's a, he's he's not as chatty chatty as me, and uh, so I was writing songs for Willie Sugarcaps, and I wrote this beautiful in my mind folky song called "The River Breaks My Heart." I thought that was a really nice turn of phrase because I'd gone home to this river called Dog River down in Lower Alabama, and it, and it was just so beautiful, and it reminded me of I was full of nostalgia and longing and. And so I wrote the song, The River Breaks My Heart, and I, I sent it to Grayson. I called him and I said, what do you think? And he goes, well, man, as much as you drive, I'd call it The Highway Breaks My Heart. <laughs> so, so, I, so I changed it. <laughs> so this is called The Highway Breaks My Heart, and this is just in the, this is for Grayson and uh, Johnny Cash and all our friends who drive around and play music. So I see you. And I don't mind it, you know lonely I can stand God made me, made a traveling man Out on these long, long drives I can almost always find Song to keep me wide awake and in between the lines Well I burn my rhino skin but here's the funny part The highway breaks my heart She is stronger, stronger than I will ever be Runs right up the mountains and she lives down by the sea. She's ever changing, hard and rough and gray. She's cold as hell by winter, summer she's okay. You better keep your eyes wide open or she'll tear you all apart. Highway breaks my heart. Well, highway breaks my heart. Old highway breaks my heart. My heart, old highway breaks my heart. Well, she breaks my heart each time I think she's coming to an end. When I see her in the distance rolling around the bend, it seems to me I love the way 
she never stops or starts And the highway breaks my heart I got one hand on the wheel, I got one foot on the gas I had a shot at easy street, I laughed at and refused Path the most resistance, that's the path I had to choose Well that's alright with me, you see, I never was that smart And the highway breaks my heart Well the highway breaks my heart Oh, highway breaks my heart My heart, old oh, highway breaks my heart. Mm, highway breaks my heart. Mm. Well, good lord. <laughs> I'm glad you're playing mandolin today. That's really mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's our song. That's our song. That's our song. song. Yeah. I was over there crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The highway yeah. breaks my heart too, <laughs> and brings me life. What was? Do you remember your very first ever paying gig? Yes. Even for tips. Tips count. Tips, tips I count. I remember. All right. I was 12 years old. Yeah. It was. I bet you were cute. <laughs> yep. I was. It was December or December 1976. And it was at Skate World. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mobile, Alabama. And you know, see this stuff. This for those of you listening. This is beautiful, sparkly tinsel on the walls. It's a beautiful, of this beautiful stage. stage. Like a wonderful stripper could perhaps be here. They do have burlesque. Oh, the, oh, the old. Yeah. Of the wonderful old strippers have been here. Well, there you go. How about how about your um, how about your most recent gig, besides what you're doing right now? My most recent gig was. A sold-out show at Eddie's Attic in Atlanta, in Decatur, Georgia, with Willie Sugarcaps. So that's a good one. Nice. Um, very successful. Very, very successful. Very, very successful. successful. You're killing it. What, 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 was Skate World sold out? Was Skate World sold out? So you've come a long way. It was just 200 girls with Farrah Fawcett hair skating in a circle with those combs sticking out of their back pockets. You know those wide-tooth combs? That sounds way better than sold out. <laughs> so we would we would play Kiss and Aerosmith, and then they would skate to Debbie Boone. Nice. Was her song "Hopelessly Devoted to You"? Nice. Is yeah. that her song? Yeah. 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 Or or perhaps Morris Alpert. Morris feelings. Alpert. Feelings. That's the backward skate. Or Casey and the Sunshine oh. Band. Yeah. Which is, God, that yeah. is a good gig. That, that is a good is a first good gig. gig. So speaking of good gigs, do you do you have a favorite venue out there that you have played or that you just always look forward to getting back to? The Bowery Vault. That's a good call. That's good. That's good. That is pretty good. I wear a size large. <laughs> large and leather pants. Yeah. yeah. Extra large leather pants. Uh, oh man, there's 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 so many. We were talking about a uh, a show in Austin that's fun. Yeah. And, um, there's so many. Um, Wildwood shows. I'm, uh, Wildwood shows. Um, there's some folks here from 
the Red Illinois Boots. area that yeah. might have yes. some shows that are great. Yes, so that's a great um, show. Um, Red Boots Roots yep. is a magic show. There's a lot of those. I mean, and I've I've gotten to play. I, I still play guitar for Emmy Lou Harris. Yeah. And um, as a, as if I was gonna say Emmy Lou Jones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could play guitar for Emmy Lou Rabinowitz. Um, yeah. but um, she's fantastic. But um. <laughs> But we we play the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival, and that's a great one. But I've never gotten to play it under my own. I'm about I'm gonna play Kayamo this year. Wow! Yeah, yeah, so I haven't played it yet, but I think it's probably gonna be a good one. This is kind of a different question, but what about oh. your your favorite green room? Oh. As opposed to just like you know what I mean? Because it is a different place, right? The green room and the show is a different thing. Right. Because um, you've played some big shows. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, but I have to say that. The QE2 in Albany, New York, which was the old kind of punk rock club in Albany, mm-hmm. and it was just the ceiling was so low that you could easily put stuff in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So, and you did. So well, and well, everybody had. So there was just a complete like little figurines upside down in the ceiling. So I think that's the most memorable because mm-hmm. it had you know NRBQ's little things. Oh my god! Then, yeah, still you there. Know, and then the replacements things, and oh, you know the meat puppets things, and you know. And Will Kimbrough's thing. And my thing was yeah. there, too. Yeah. That is pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Have you done the um, the Casbah tour in Liverpool? Where they've yes. Got, yeah, yeah, where they've got the John Lennon's paintings of the, yeah. of the stars on the ceiling and all that. That's pretty cool, too. Okay, I'll tell you what. I, I did play uh, the Ed Sullivan Theater a couple times with Amy mm. Lou mm. and Rodney. And, and, and back there, they have the Jim Henson's Muppets. Oh, God. That they just decorated the pipes, the plumbing pipes. I've heard that, yeah. And then they plexiglassed them in because, so they were, I guess they were on the Ed Sullivan show before Sesame Street. And so they were back there just killing time like you do when you do those shows. And they did. So that was cool. What about, do you, do you have any post or pre show rituals that have become a part of your, your routine? Like a baseball like, do you go Set for up the... the merch. Set up the merch. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't have too much. Because, you, you know, there's so many places that there's just nowhere to be but just where you are. So you don't get to go like Yeah, right. The best thing to do is just go play and sing some. Because, you know, so I try. I do try to do that. Even if I sit in the car and play a song and sing. Yeah. And just play and play and play. Because then you're just warmed up before you start. You got a bunch of songs about... Um, Leaving people, leaving people at home, mm-hmm. leave your family. You've got like you know three angels yeah. to a certain degree is about that, right? Um, uh, champion of the world a little yeah. bit, and others as well. Yeah. What kind of how does that feel to leave those wonderful, wonderful people? It's kind of all we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, and so we've raised our children. Well, our youngest is seventeen. Our oldest is twenty-three, and so they're about raised. Yeah. Um, I mean, the twenty-three-year-olds raised. Yeah. Yeah, that's do for yeah. now. But, it's um, uh, autopilot from here on out. But um, there hasn't really been. I mean, it's kind of come around for the well for us. Yeah. So I mean, even in Nashville, you stand in the school pickup line, and, and parents that have a really predictable schedule, will, I guess, what's the word? Uh, project on you that it must be a horrible situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. like, oh, ask me over and over again, are you in town? I'm standing right there. Right. 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 <laughs> And um and and eventually I would just start to say no I'm not I'm not here I'm not here I'm not here I don't even live here anymore. But These once, are not my children. Or, you know somebody would say well I we just can't we just can't imagine being away from our children like you are yeah. and I would say well I just don't love my children as much as you love you. It's just 
But so it's good. You know, we're we're good family. And would would you play one of those songs yeah, sure. for yeah. us? That would be amazing. How about some more tunes from Will Kim? <laughs> I will do Three Angels because I love this song. This is one I wrote really as a happy song, and it is. It's a, it's a happy song. It's just, I love my family is all it's. But, it, but it's got a good little guitar riff, too. And the riff contains the flatted fifth, which is kind of what denotes modern jazz from old-timey jazz. But it has. I wrote this little riff that has the flatted fifth in it, and I said, well, what am I going to do with, with that kind of guitar part? And I thought, well, I wanna, I've always wanted to write a song for my wife and kids, and I'm always afraid of being too corny. And uh, then I just went ahead and did it. But the flatted fifth is also uh, known by a pope of yore, one of the popes of long ago, as the devil's note. So I thought it was clever to put in the devil's note, the angel song, so. Three angels. And uh, so here's the flatted fifth for you. This is with the regular old folk music fifth. And here's your flatted fifth. You know, yeah, something, something's going to happen. What's, what's in this old barn, Jim? Yeah, so. Or, you know, a jazzy. Or there's that in bluegrass, too. Very heavy metal. So. It's everywhere. That's right. So I'm going to play Three Angels for you now. Here we go. Each morning tugging at my sleeve Three angels see me off to bed each night I never did believe Until I saw them for myself They don't have wings and halos They don't dress in white They don't have wings and halos They don't dress in white From the tallest to the smallest to the one who's in between Oh, they're beautiful and they're funny in their way One's a woman, one's a little girl, and one's almost a teen And they get smarter than me each and every day They get smarter than me each and every day Everyone has angels looking over them there was a time when I just could not see Now I know the truth is I'm a lucky man indeed Everybody has an angel, I've got three Three angels, they're looking over me Three angels, they make me smile, yeah Three angels, they shine so bright to see Oh, three angels, hot and sassy, meek and mild Ooh. 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 
I go out into the world and they always see me back home safe and sound. Sometimes in the morning they're a moody band of angels. Still it's good to have my angels hanging around. You know it's good to have my angels hanging around. Everyone has angels looking over them. There was a time when I did not believe Now I know the truth is I'm a lucky man indeed Everybody has an angel Everybody has an angel Everybody's got an angel I've got three Three angels looking over me Three angels, oh they make me smile Three angels shine so bright to see oh, Three angels hot and sassy, meek and mild Three angels are looking over me Three angels, oh, they make me smile Oh, three angels shine so bright to see Three angels hot and sassy, meek and mild and bold and brassy My three angels make me glad to be alive Oh, there's Will Kimber. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. So great. Recorded live over at the Bowery Vault. And like we said, every single one of those notes and sound waves you're hearing was just piped right through one single Ear Trumpet Labs microphone. Isn't that cool? It's amazing. I, and the audience in, in that room, you can tell how, how much fun they're having. And uh, and, and that, that's that's great to me. And, and Will's stories are so great. And we've got a lot more coming up. We've got some more stories and songs from Will in just a few moments. But first... Let's hear from one of our amazing sponsors, Lurstrom 1917, the makers of a beautiful series of journals. And we are particularly fond of the Bullet Journal. They're so great. We stumbled across these guys, Lurstrom 1917, uh, blank books and journals, when we were over in Amsterdam wandering around and we found them in a bookstore. And we've been fans of theirs ever since. And now they're sold all over the U.S. and, 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 and really nice bookstores. Uh, if you're looking for a blank book, they're there. And we love them because for so many reasons. One is because they're fantastically made and they can take a beating. And that's important for me, for sure. You're hard on I'm things. I'm hard on things. I am. <laughs> and we just love their philosophy. Their slogan is, Dinkin mit der Hand. Think with a hand. So cool. And that is so perfect for creators. We always tell people to, uh, that it, writing things down with your hand is so much more important than actually typing them into a computer. And we also tell people always to have a notebook with you, always have a journal with you, always have a way to write things down. So we're so glad that these guys are sponsors of the Long Ride with Wild Ponies podcast. If you want to find out more about them, you can go to our website, wildponies.net slash TLR for the Long Ride. And we will have all of the show links and notes there that you can go check them out. Do it. It's time for the Long Ride Gear Guide. I'm excited about this. Wild (laughs) Ponies. We are going to add this into each and every podcast, and it's just going to be a little feature about items that 
we take on the long ride with us. Something that we love. That help us make it through. Yeah, it might be something for travel. It might be something for our gear on the road. Or it might be about motorcycles because, damn it, we love motorcycles. And whiskey. And whiskey. Those those things. Those are the things. So we're going to rate each and every item with up to five horseshoes. We don't, don't know. know where the fifth horseshoe comes from. Four <laughs> go on the feet. And then that fifth horseshoe is just a bonus for luck. It's for good luck. It's the lucky horseshoe. So today's featured item that we're going to talk about is the Osprey Packs 40 liter duffel bag, the transporter duffel. I, I got to, I love this bag. I'm really biased towards it. I'm a big fan of it. It's, it's, um, it's a good sized bag, a 40 liter bag. They make several different sizes. The 40 is the one we've got in our hands right now that we really love. It's made out of this amazing material. It's 840D nylon double coated. It's sort of waterproof material. Um, and it feels, it's, it's super tough. And it is tough because we've had it on the road with us everywhere. Got amazing zippers, great big huge pocket um, on the outside. And when you zip it open, it's a massive cavity on the inside for all your gear. And inside the cavity, there are these two cinch down straps so you can cinch all your gear down. Um, and it's great because it's a double duffel bag, but even though it's a duffel bag in the lid, if you open up the compartment in the lid, it zips out into these backpack straps so you can throw it on your back and uh, get through the airport a little easier that way because it is carry-on size. Right. It fits in a carry-on. And on the backpack straps, if you lose your partner, like if you look up and you can't find Talisha because she's run away from you, you can just grab your backpack strap and go... It's got a whistle on it. It's great. She'll slow down. She's a fast walker. It's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, yeah. That's for when I'm leaving him behind in the <laughs> dust at the airport. But we love these packs. I'm going to give it... The, my only one complaint about it is that the cinch straps on the inside cinch away from your body. They cinch towards the back of the pack, not towards where the straps are when it's on your, on your back. Okay. It's, my own, it's, a, it's such a minor complaint. That's only if you've got a lot of stuff in there. But I love this thing. So I'm going to give it four and three... No. No, it's just... It's five horseshoes. It's five a, it, horseshoes. It's a great piece of gear. Five horseshoes. The transporter, the Osprey transporter, forty liter bag, and yeah. they have a whole transporter they series, do. They do. varying sizes, some with wheels, all the way up to like hundred and thirty liters. It's amazing. Hey, let's drop back in and listen to some Will Kimbrough over at the Bowery Vault. What do you think? Hey, y'all, come back into the Bowery Vault with us. Okay, here we go. How, how would you describe yeah. your relationship with your fans? Well, number one, there's just, you're, you're with people. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing. Like, like let's just say 100% of the time, minus that one you know, person that shows up every once in a while and makes it really weird. But, um, so, yeah, you have, you know people, you know, do, I'm doing a, a Kickstarter yep. thing for, to put my record out and pay for the publicist and all the stuff that you do. And, um, and, you know, I can recognize almost everybody, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I know, you know. Yeah. Right. I've, you know I've the seen name, them at that concert. And, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. That's a beautiful, that, it is, that part it of is it is incredible. Yeah. Which is different from artists like, say for instance, um, Jimmy Buffett. Right. Who has a different relationship <laughs> with his fans probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Although his, his fans are, I know a lot about it actually, but his, <laughs> but it's interesting though because his his fans are the specific you know call themselves parrot heads, yeah. And then he does kind of cater to them though. Totally. Maybe not as an individual on an right, individual right. basis, but on a you know that he like caters to them. And I mean, I, I wrote a song with him one time, and we and he changed a line that I would never have written, but it was for the parrot heads. Oh really? What line? Yeah. What is it? Can well, you I mean, I it's um. It's just an inside joke kind of thing. Uh -huh. with a song called Wings, and then I released my own version of it with my own. But it was great because 
guess what? He sold a bunch of records. Yeah. <laughs> and that helped me like put my next record out and pay, pay, pay for stuff. And it was great. And so it's been a good relationship. And, and he, he just said like, I'm going to doctor on this verse a little bit. And I yeah. was like, okay, you know, sure. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. What does it feel like to play? You play guitar with him too, son. I have some, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of the sub guitar player sometimes. How, what, what does it feel like to stand on that stage with those amps turned up to whatever they're turned up to? You know what's funny about the, the big, big shows like that? They're pretty impersonal. Mm. And I've, I mean, I've done, and the, the, big, the biggest one ever was Emmy Lou at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. Mm -hmm. And 150,000 people, just, you can see to the horizon just this surging. It's a beautiful thing because everybody's there being peaceful and cool and there to hear music and you're on the stage. Robert Plant was over to the right of me, like doing his dance. <laughs> and I was playing a guitar solo, I was like, I know you're not dancing to me, but. That's cool. I'm gonna look over there and go, <laughs> you know. But, but it's also, it's kind of, I guess you'd get used to it, but it doesn't feel like the moment where you're like in a place like this uh -huh. and there's an immediacy to what you- The feedback that's yeah. happening. So I, I, I would say every artist that, that is sort of musical rather than like super pop and just going for the biggest, biggest thing would go to like a theater show, you know, like yeah. a John Prine show or something like that right. and go, or we played with Ry Cooter recently and, and it was kind of like, the venue's just a little bit too big to get the detail yeah, I of gotcha. what Amy Lou and Ry Cooter do. But it's still good, and, and the audience has dug it. But but I sat on the audience to watch Raccoon, and I was like, I wish it was like a 150-seat room. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Packed with people. Just to right. get that intimacy. Yeah, because yeah. it's that kind of music, you know. And um, So I guess, uh, you know, you can, you can probably be hobbled by your own taste, you know. Yeah, that, that sure. you, what You know, you find out later that this, you liked all this obscure music so that you could become obscure music. <laughs> well, we have the perfect audience for intimacy right. today. <laughs> this is a very so let's hear but some a, more. But, all, but at the same time, your, your, your life goes on and you're oh, yeah. li living yeah. a good life. So. Fantastic life. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Well, play some fantastic okay, music. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Will y'all. Thank you. one on earth with a little bit of soul please turn out the light well you can leave the door unlocked this time we're gonna do it right we're gonna start all over with our eyes wide open We're gonna be art lovers with our freak flags showing We're gonna start all over Start all over again If you think they had it right back in the good old days Think again. Back then, the women and the people of color, yeah, they had to bow down to the old white man. 
It's a brand new book of rules We won't suffer fools Who make other people suffer Gonna love one another to get along If we're gonna have a good time here Or from Mobile to Moscow to Madisonville Watch all the good stuff disappear Yeah, yeah I wanna get it right this time or I'll die happy trying I like to slow down and listen to a little baby sighing And when we start all over Start all over again This is a part of the long ride that we call the speed bump. Short so, answers. Short answers. Short answers. One, one, top, one word. Top of your brain. Are you ready? Top of that magnificent brain <sighs> of yours. Krispy Kreme or Duncan? Duncan. Oh, good Lord. Ooh, fly, out, boy. fly or drive? Drive. Mm. Frozen or on the rocks? <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> sunrise or sunset? Sunra. Sunra. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Mm-hmm. Last year or next year? Next year. Yes or no? Yes. Fill up before or after the gas light comes on? Before. <laughs> <laughs> Cook or wash dishes? Cook. Mountain or sea? Sea. Faulkner or Hemingway? Uh, Larry Brown. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! That's the best answer. answer. That's awesome. And we've got one of my favorite guitar players, favorite songwriters, favorite philosophers in the world. Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Will Kimbrough is going to give us one more tune. Thank you guys for being here. Mud bottom. So uh, as a child, uh, 
you'd be dared to go to the bottom of Dog River and bring up some sand from the bottom. And the problem with that is when you get about five feet away from the bottom, no matter how deep it is, it's just this settling of soil and mud that's coming down from the Alabama Delta. Um, and so you get under that water and you can't see your hand in front of your face and you go down and the water gets colder like it does, you know, and and then it gets just pitch black. And so you never go off. And then you get down to the end of that mud and there's, it's just liquidy mud with whole old slimy pine trees down there and things that are just big and heavy and slimy. So it sounds like a great idea for a song. It's like a Robin Hitchcock song. The slime, um, slime in the river um, is covered with bugs. I love, I love Robin Hitchcock. Oh, a dog river runs brown and slow. Down to the Gulf of Mexico. Ooh, oh, mud bottom. Honey, don't it feel so good to be back home? You got to dive in early for sunrise. You know it gets too hot by morning time. Ooh, mud bottom, baby. Honey, don't it feel so good to be back For the cool water down below Until it gets real squishy between your toes Ooh, Mud bottom Honey, don't it feel so good to be back home Ooh. 
Dog River runs brown and runs slow Down to the Gulf, to the Gulf of Mexico Mud bottom, baby. Honey, don't it feel so good? Well, yeah, honey, don't it feel so good? Honey, don't it feel so good to be back home? Ooh, mud bottom. Mud bottom. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Season one, episode one yeah. of The Long Ride with Wild Ponies featuring Will Kimbrough. I love that guy so much. I really do. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Woo! it's great. And if you really liked what you're hearing and you want to hear more, we have a full 63-minute uh, segment with Will Kimbrough on our Patreon site. There We're- are a couple of songs and stories that we had to cut down and hard. they're amazing so we also recorded one of will's songs me and talisha yes and uh there's a couple other perks you can get if you go uh, check out the patreon if you're interested if you want to have more of the long ride with wild ponies you can go to patreon.com slash wild ponies and sign up for just a buck a buck is the cheapest way to get in yeah you know, so it's easy Check it out. Yeah. And I want to talk about our other sponsor for this podcast as well, really quickly. I am so excited about this sponsor. I am so excited about this sponsor. I'm excited that this place exists, y'all. The Russell Nashville, located right here in the heart of East Nashville. It's right over there in Five Points. It's an old church that they've converted into a 23-room hotel, and it is gorgeous. It's unbelievably beautiful. And if you're making the long ride to Nashville, it's a fantastic place to stay. You should check it out. They've taken the pews from the church. This is one of the coolest things, I think. They've taken the pews from the church and they've turned them into headboards for several of the beds in the room. Isn't that cool? It is cool. And not only that, but they've taken the stained glass. They were able to um, use some of the stained glass windows from the original church. And they've taken some of the colors from that and incorporated that into the whole theme and color of all the rooms in the hotel. It's just gorgeous. I'm also going to let the cat out of the bag on this. Do that it. We have taken over the entire Russell Hotel for the Wild Ponies Trail Ride this summer in 2020, August. 2020, 7th Annual Wild Ponies Whiskey Trail Ride happening, and we are taking it's over the Russell Nashville be for our amazing stay. So oh go to wildponies.net slash TLR for all the details on that and we will have them all there for you all right y'all this is the final segment of the long ride with wild ponies we're very excited about this segment too yes so we love a creative community we love a creative community and you are a part of our creative community Mm -hmm. i know that you're creative because i've met some of you (laughs) met a lot of you and so i'm gonna invite you to we're gonna offer a prompt Every podcast is going to have a prompt. And what we want you to do is take that prompt 
and go make something with it. Go write a song, write a poem, do a dance, make up a recipe, a cocktail, Take painting, a picture. a picture, anything, anything creative. Just do something creative. Doodle. Doodle. And we'd love to see what you do. We'd love to hear it. Uh, and so the way we want you to do that is just post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wildponiesmusic, or anywhere you want, on Instagram or wherever you want, and just put the hashtag in it, hashtag TLRWWP. Hashtag TLRWWP, which is The Long Ride with Wild Ponies. And then we can uh, have our own little online creative community and see what you've done. So here's the prompt. The prompt is... The Highway. The Highway. We're going to start with that. So Will Kimbrough sang a song, The Highway Breaks My Heart. We've been talking about the long ride and gear that we use along our own trips on the highway and places to stay, like the Russell Nashville. So there you have it. Good creative. See what happens. The Highway. I'm going to remind you again that if you want to find out more about anything you're hearing in this episode, you can go to wildponies.net slash TLR for all of the show notes on this particular episode and how to sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash wildponies. And we really appreciate our sponsors for this show, Wishtrim 1917 and the Russell Nashville. We're super excited. And wherever you're listening, please leave us a review. We want to hear what you think about the long ride with Wild Ponies. So yeah, be sure to subscribe. The next episode will air January 16th. We've got Birds of Chicago. It's going to be so good. And then the episodes are just going to come out every other week featuring Jim Lauderdale, mm. Kim Ritchie, what? Grantley Phillips, Stacy Earl and Mark Stewart, Amy Spies, Rod Pocott. It's kind of insane. It is insane. I'm proud of what we've done here. We've got a lot of good stuff coming your I'm way. I'm so excited. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll see y'all soon. Be good. <laughs>